Today's daf is Nedorim daf Tzadik Aleph, and we are at the Mishnah in the middle of daf Tzadik Omid Beis, the very last daf of Mesechtes Nedorim. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalema for Yoyna Mechel ben Adina Sima. Today's daf is also being learned Le'ilu Nishmas Chayim Alaza ben Yibadol Chayim Reb Shimshon Aryeh and Le'ilu Nishmas Zev ben Reb Avram Hakoyen. So Mesechtes Nedorim, although. The overwhelming majority of it deals with the laws of Nadarim. Befrat, the last few weeks, the Dauphin have consistently been about the laws of Hafaras Nadarim. But Me'ezatam, the Mesechta ends with a digression. In fact, today's Daf that we're going to learn is going to feel more like a daf in Mesechtis Ksubis than a daf in Mesechtis Nadarm. In fact, if you look at the Chsam Soifer, the end of his Chtushi Chsam Soifer here on Mesechtis Nadarm, so he writes about the Divrei Siyam that he said on Mesechtis Nadarm, and it was all read on Mesechtis Ksubis. So if you remember earlier in the Sugis of Hafaris Nadarm, we mentioned that the Chsam Soifer's Divrei Siyam on Mesechtis Shabbos was all about the laws of Nadarm because the last Mishnah and Mesech the Shabbos are the halachis of Mephir Nedarim B'Shabbos. So, ironically, the end of the Chsam Soifer's Nedarim was Shabbos and the end of the Chsam Soifer's Nedarim is Ksubis. The Teretz is, it's all one Torah, Kula Roya Echa Nitnu, but either way, today's daf is a classic daf. It's one of the more lumdish dafin and shas. There's a lot of raid that we are absolutely not going to go into. And without any further introduction, Zokta Mishnah Barishoyin, it used to be, Hoyuoyimrim, the Chazal said, Sholosh Noshim, Yoitzois Vinoitlois Ksuba. There are three women that the halach is their husbands are obligated to give them a get. And not just that, they're entitled to ksuba when their husbands divorce them. The backdrop to this halacha is parakamader, where you find that there are times where a man has an obligation to divorce his wife, and she's entitled to her ksuba. There are times that a man has an obligation to divorce his wife, and she's not entitled to ksuba. This Mishnah is about to tell us, sholosh nashin, that are yoitzois. However, they're noitlois ksuba. Number one, a woman comes home and she tells her husband, Now the Ran speaks out right away what the Gemara is going to say, and that is we're talking about an Ashes Koyim who came home and told her husband that I was Mazana, but it was Ba'inus. Dalach is an Ashes Yisrael that's Nensa, is Mutaris Labailo. But an Ashes Koyim that's Nensa is Asur Labailo. Being that she's Asur Labailo, she's Yoitzos. Dalach is that she's Noitlois Ksuba, meaning the fact that she's the reason that she's being divorced is not enough for her not to be able to be entitled to her Ksuba. Number two, Shemayim Beinilveinach. Here too, we need help from the Ran and from the Gemara. And what's going to emerge is that. This is a woman who claims that her husband is not able to father a child because his zera is not yoyre kechets. The halacha is that if she has a taino, why she wants a child, meaning she's not mechuyiv and pruravu, but if she says that she wants the proverbial chutra liyada umara lekfura, she wants to have someone that's going to be able to take care of her, was sensitive to her plight. We trust her that her husband's not able to have a child. As a result, she's yoitzis, and not just that, she gets her ksuba. Finally, when a woman that makes a nether, and that's of course why this mission is here in Sadarim, that she's not going to have Tashmish. The halacha is we force the husband to give her again and she gets her ksuba. Now, why would we force him to divorce if she made a nether that she's not going to have Tashmish? The reason is because it's unnatural for a woman to make a nether like this. And we assume that if she made this nether, it's probably because the Tashmish is very painful for her. And it's for that reason we force him to give again and she does not lose her ksuba. Says the Mishnah Chazru Leimar that even though Barishayna, this is the way it used to be, but Chazal came around and they said that Shloiteya Ishanay that if the Allah is going to be that a woman could just walk into Bezdin and she can say one of three things or and all of a sudden this is her get out free card and suddenly she's not going to be bound to her marriage anymore then this is a very very slippery slope what if there's a woman that just wants to marry somebody else and she's going to be because of the set as follows a woman that says that I was Nensa she has to prove it and if she doesn't prove it, she stays married. If a woman says that my husband's not Yerikachetz, even if she has a Koyachatayna, because she wants a Chutraliyad, it doesn't matter. They stay married. What does it mean? Yasu derech bakasha. So the Ran quotes a Yerushalmi that says that you try to tell her to stop walking around and saying this. Meaning it's just not nice what you're saying. 
The Yushalmi says that what you should do is Yasu Suda, make a Suda, Vyafayes. But the point is, try to be Mephayeser in some way to get her to not do it. But that's not the punchline. The Iker is, is that we just don't trust her. And finally, in the Tula, I mean, Yehudim, if a woman would make a nether that she's not going to have Tashmish Amita, even though there is an Umdana that says that maybe she's doing it because Tashmish is Koshala, but we don't work with that Umdana. Rather, what we say is Yofer Lechelkai, we tell him to be made for the nether, like this, he won't have an Isser, and as it relates to the nether for everybody else, that nether is going to be in effect. I isn't this a nether? There's no such halacha. Don't you have to be made for the entire nether? When it comes to Afar, there's no such halacha. So this is, touches on a lot of different Gemaras and ideas that we already saw earlier in the pack. This is one ran. And one Taisviz, and really all the Rishonim talk about this, that you just can't go past the Mishnah without speaking out. So no raid, but this Ha'ara, you do have to speak out. And that is, the Mishnah says that there were three women that once upon a time, Barishayna, that's literally what the word means, were believed. That is very dangerous. Because we're afraid. So we said that even though really she should be believed in all three of these cases, however, we're really not going to believe her. I understand. I understand. But a woman that says, how could you say she's not believed? If a woman says to me, forget this Mishnah. Somebody asks you a question. What would be the Allah? All you would have had to have learned is Ksubas Taftas to know Shavya Nafshe Chatikha de Yisura. Of course, she would be believed. And Shavya Nafshe is a Namonis. Namonis, Namonis, Hischaivis, Neder. But it's an Namonis in the sense that a person's believed Shavya Nafshe Chatikha de Yisura. So, how did the Chachanim have a Gerech? To say, because of a valid reason, that even though she's saying, we completely disregard what it is she's saying, and that the she's going to stay with her husband? How could she stay with her husband? If she said, how could this woman now be together with her husband? This is the grace of Kasha and the Sukya, and this is why Nadarim Dav Tzadik Amadbez is famous, it's because of this Kasha, and all the raid that comes from this Kasha. The Ran himself has a whole Arichas, just mention one Teretz, and that's the Ran's Teretz, and he says, This Kasha doesn't bother me. Why? Because you find the Kamaduchti, a Klal, called him a Kaddish, Adaita the Rabbanam a Kaddish. Vafke inu Rabbanam the Ran, I think that's how this works. You're right, the Etzim, it shouldn't be able to work, but there's a called him a Kaddish, Adaita the Rabbanu Mekadosh. What's the Cheshben? When this woman, this Eishas Ish, this Eishas Koyin was Nensa, she was married. That's why we're having this conversation. But called the Mekadosh Adaita the Rabbanu Mekadosh gives Chazal a Gerech to say that at that time that this Maisa took place, she really wasn't married. And she was a Pnuya that was Nivala, and as a result, she's not Asa to her husband, and therefore we can make it work now, the marriage is going to be okay. The Ran discusses the ramifications of this Mechudosh Tegavshah, but I'll compare him just one Mahalach in terms of how to answer this question, but again, this is a very, very important Yeshiva Shemar Makim, the Dharm Dav Tzadik days, and it's really based on this Kasha that all the Rishonim ask, how could Chazala bin Chazru loim betmei she's not going to be believed, if Mi'ikra didn't, she's believed, she's Asa to her husband, and if she's Asa to her husband, how could they possibly stay married? Either way, it's if a woman tells her husband to meani, and it's the same case, it's an Ashes Koyan who came home and she said that she was Nansa. So what's Dalacha? Really, she should be believed, and that's what it used to be in the olden days. However, Khazrulay Mechazal came around and they said that Shaloy Tehei Isha. That really she shouldn't be believed. So here's the question. Is she allowed to eat truma or is she not allowed to eat truma? In other words, an Ashes Koyin that's Nensa has a din of a chalala and as a result she loses her right to be able to eat truma. But this woman, although really she's an Ashes Koyin Chenensa, but she's still living with her husband. So if she's still living with her husband, obviously we're not treating her like an Ashes Koen Shenensa. So the question is, do we treat her like an Ashes Koen Shenensa as it relates to Truma or not? As it relates to Tumma, she stays together with her husband. What about as it relates to Truma? So it was a Because if you're going to tell that she can't eat Truma, people are going to say, what's going on over here? Why is this woman not eating Truma? They're going to find out there was a mice of Tmei Anilacha. For whatever reason, Chazal said, stay married, but there'll be Moitzi Laz on her children that her children are what? So the Rishonim speak out the Chalolim. And I'm but they're going to say the children are Chalolim. Rav Amarav said, no, she can eat Chulim. Meaning the fact that she's not eating Truma is not a raya. Because she's not eating truma, people are going to say, what? 
She doesn't want to eat truma. She'd rather eat chulin. Not doing something is sometimes not a raya. So the fact that she's not eating truma is not a raya, and therefore, Rava said that really she's believed to say to me, Anilacha. It's just chazru because of a specific reason that we're not going to trust her. And therefore, she's not going to be able to eat truma. Oh, my Rava, Rava said, who said that she's a chalas, is moidish imnis armelo, if she ever became an almana or a grusha, she ain't a At that point, she no longer would be allowed to eat mitzad, the original time of and the reason is because what's the only reason we're allowing her to eat woman? Really, specific reason that we let her stay married. But it's all But what? She's not married anymore. If people are today moving forward going to see her not eating truma, I mean, they'll say hashta this nisa. Whatever happened happened now. Meaning, what happened? She was nivela to apostle, right? Almano, even a pnuya that's nivela to apostle. This goes back to the hard and yovamis would become a chalala. So it's possible that the reason she's not eating truma. Nothing to do with the original Tmei Anilacha. It's for that reason the halacha is at that point said Rava, even Rav Sheshes would be Maida, she would not be able to eat Truma anymore. Not the Gemara. Amar Papa, Rav Papa said, Badiklan Rava, Rava Faheridos. He asks us the following question. Eishes going Chenenso, and Eishes going that's Nenso, Yesh Loksuba, or Yain Loksuba. So an Eishes going that's Nenso is Asalabaila. The question is, does she have Ksuba? Or does she not have ksuba? What's the shayla? Even the oynus legabi koyin karatz legabi yisrael dami. Being that we treat an eshes koyin shenenso like an eshes yisrael that was nivla beratzin, so in ksuba she shouldn't get ksuba because an eshes yisrael that's nivla beratzin doesn't have ksuba. So so to an eshes koyin that's nenso should also not get ksuba. Meaning an eshes yisrael that's nivla beratzin is also lebaila. An eshes koyin that's nenso is also lebaila. When an eshes yisrael is nivla beratzin and she's also lebaila, she loses her ksuba. So it's mistaber to say the same would be true with an eshes koyin. Or maybe motzi amrale she could tell her husband anoha chazino. Really, I'm happy to stay married to you, and there was nothing really wrong with. Me. Me, meaning, I didn't do anything wrong. The gavra who didn't stach for sadei. I mean, literally, ksuba stach base. That this is your fault. Mazlach agaram isha niknes labayla. She's sadei oshalba. Like Taisi speaks on ksuba stach base, and therefore this is all your problem. So mechetesi, I should lose my ksuba. Either way, this was the question. Rapapa said that Rava asked him. And Aisha's coin that's nensa. Yeah, ksuba no ksuba. I mean, lay. We told Rava masnis and it's a mafurish mishnah. Which mishnah? Our mishnah. The mishnah said I married to me ani lecha. Yesh ksuba. A woman that says to me ani. So the halach is she has ksuba, right? The Mishnah says shalosh nashim yoitzos v'noitlois ksuba. The first one was ha'imeres t'me'ani lecha. Now chazru loymar, but you see that when the halacha was yoitzis, she was yoitzis with a ksuba. The mayaskin e leima ve'eshes yisrael. Are we talking about an eshes yisrael that told her husband t'me'ani lecha? Now we already know the punchline. We gave it away. We know we're talking. The Mishnah is talking about an eshes going that was nensa. That's the t'me'ani lecha. It says yoitzis and she gets ksuba. Since before she gets ksuba. That's exactly. What the Gemara is getting at, but we said that the Ran was quoting the Maskana Sagamara. The Gemara is going through this exercise in real time, as if right now, when the Mishnah said, we're not 100% sure what the case is. So is the case an Ashnis Yisrael, if it's talking about where she said, I was Nivala. So a married woman comes home and she tells her husband, You should know, I was Nivala and it was Nivala Berotzen. Of course, she doesn't get Ksuba. And if she says it Gavra, she's not also her husband. An Ashnis Yisrael that's Nansa could stay with her husband. Must be we're talking about an Ashes coin. Are we talking about an Ashes coin that was never a Beratzen? Why shouldn't you get Ksuba? Why should it be any different than an Ashes Yisrael Beratzen? Ella Bainus, right? Process of elimination. The Mishnah must be talking about an Ashes coin that was never a Bainus. Victoria, what did the Mishnah say? When she was Yoitzes, she was Yoitzes, Biksuba. So you see clearly that in Aisha's coin, that is Nivala Ba'inis, the halacha is, she gets Ksuba. I, why don't we say she's like in Aisha's Yisrael, that's Nivala Ba'ratzin, that loses Ksuba? Because here she didn't do anything wrong. The Gavra, who did Nestachva Sadeh. We imply the Sfara of Nestachva Sadeh, and therefore she's going to be entitled to her Ksuba. So our Mishnah discussed three cases. The first is the most prominent. It's the most prominently discussed throughout Shas, and it's the most prominently discussed in today's daf, and that is Haimeres Tmeya A woman comes home, she tells her husband, Tmeya Nilacha, I'm Tommy. I can't live with you anymore. Why not? Because I was Nivala. But Oynes, the Gemara Zakimta, we're talking about an Eishas Kayin. Really, she should be believed. Shavya Nafshi Chatichadis. Even though there's no Adam, no one knows whether it's true or not, but at the same time, she should be believed. But because of a Chashash, that she shouldn't be. So Chazal said that really she should not be believed. The Gemara now is going to ask a question that's 
a similar question. Me inyan le inyan, a little bit ba'isa inyan. Ibailu, amr le bailu, gerashtani mao. What happens if a woman tells her husband, gerashtani, you divorced me? What's the halacha? Is she believed to now be a grusha and therefore she can go get married to somebody as a penuya or not? Now, the first question we're going to ask is that if she's divorced, where's her get? So the Ran says, two lines from the top, the neskara get. Either the get was torn, she's saying, or it was lost. The question is, at the end of the day, does a woman have an amonus to say gay rashtani, or does she not have an amonus to gay rashtani? Now, if this sounds a little bit familiar, this is a, a sugi ksubis, one of the harder dafin ksubis. But here we have a very, very abbreviated version of this discussion, and more as it relates to a woman being believed to say gerashtani relative to being believed to say tmeani lechaz. It is the shaila. If a woman tells her husband gerashtani mao, she believes in Amr Ravam Nuno, Ravam Nuno said Toshma. I'll bring you a raya. The Mishnah said that if a woman says tmeani lechaz. So, Bari Shoyna, she was believed. Then Chazru Leimah, they said that she's not believed. So the Ravam Nuno made a cheshman. He said, Afilu, the Mishnah Chroyna, Diktani Leimahemno. Even the Mishnah Chroyna, where they said she's not believed. Hasam, I think it was only there, the Meshachra. Because we're Concerned that maybe she's lying. The yada, the bailo la yada, because she knows that the husband doesn't know. So, being that there's a chashash that maybe she's lying, so therefore there was a chazru lying. Meaning, really, she should have been believed. Like, it was Barishaina. They got a little nervous to Chazal because maybe she's not telling the truth. Why would she have the chutzpah to not tell the truth? Because she never got caught anyways. Because how's the husband supposed to know if it's true or not? So therefore, they came around, they said, don't believe her. As it relates to Gerashtani, where the husband would know, she would be believed. Why? Because there's a chazaka that a person wouldn't stand, just lie and be mayest upon him in front of her husband. So if she's saying already, Gerashtani, probably it's true. And therefore, the halacha is, she would be believed. So Rav Amnun is the first opinion in the Gemara. He said a woman that says, Gerashtani is going to be believed. And here's the Chiddush. Even in the Mishnah Reina, where a woman's not believed to say, Tmei Why? Because of a legitimate chashash. So Gerashtani, you would think you have the same exact chashash. Kamashma, that the only time Chazal invoked the chashash, Right, this is the Nakuda and the Gemara. The only time this chashash of Shloitei Isha Neisenes and Ebachar Mikalkelas Abayla is with his uh, least a svara to say that she thought she can lie and somehow get away with it. But to the extent that you have to come on to an Azus where she's going to lie to her husband, or her husband knows for sure she's not telling the truth. Chazaka in Isham and Iza Panebefnebayla, and therefore the Allah is even in the Mishnah Chroina, even in the Chazru Loimer, still she's going to be believed. So this is what Rav Amnuna said. Amalei Rava, Rava said Adarab. I think. Just the opposite. Even according to the Mishnah Rishayna, where a woman was believed to say to me, it's Davka over there that she is believed because a woman would not want to say that she was Nivala. Even if it's Ba'inis, it's something that's a, a big Bazayan, and a woman would never want to say that. So therefore, Barishayna, she was believed to say to me, but over here, the Zimna in the Takiflam in Gavra, could be she was just upset at her husband, and all she's saying is Gerashtani, and that Meizo Meizo Rava said, I don't think that's something that a person would have a problem saying necessarily, and therefore, over here, you have no Namanus at all. So it's Mamish Svaras Afuchas. Rav Amnuna held that a woman is believed to say Gerashtani, even according to the Mishnah Chrena, which is not believed to and Rava sent Adarabo that a woman is not believed to say Gerashtani, even according to the Mishnah Rishayna, where a woman was believed to say Tmeya Ani the case of that was the second of the three cases in the Mishnah that's a woman who tells her husband that your Zerah is not Yerik and as a result she wants out of this marriage because she's claiming she's never going to have children and she wants a Chutra Liyada and a Mara Lekvura so what was that law? in the Mishnah Rishayna again she was believed in the Mishnah Rishayna because of the Chashash she wasn't believed so says the it should be Meaning, Rava said that Haimeres Gerashtani is not believed. Because the only time a woman would be believed, even in the Mishnah Rishayin of Tmei is because she's admitting to something that a person would generally not want to admit to. A woman would not want to admit that she was Nansa. And as a result, she now has the Namanas. So, Ramasharshi is Kasha was 
that Rava, why then was the woman ever believed to say, Hashemayim ben Dilavaynecha? There was no svar of Kisuf over there. And still in the Mishnah Rishayinah, still you see that she was believed. So you see that her being believed or not being believed is not mitlatoli in whether there's a svar of Kisuf. There's not a svar of Kisuf. So the Mara says, Kasava Rava, Rava's terrace is going to be awesome over there. As it relates to Hashemayim ben Dilavaynecha, keep it the Sagila, the Loi Amra, Ein Yorik Hates, Loi Isakitaka Amra, Loi Amra Le. If you look in the Rishayinim, the way the Rishayinim explain it, that's also an embarrassing thing for a woman to say that her husband is there is not Yerik Echei also involves an element of Kisufa and therefore it's taken no different than Oymeris Tmei Anilacha one last kasha Hashemayim Benilu Veinecha the Mishnah Achroin the case of Hashemayim Benilu Veinecha in the Mishnah Achroin where she's not believed to say Hashemayim Benilu Veinecha Tiavi Tufta the Rav Amnuna that should be a Tufta the Rav Hamnuna. Why? Because over here, she and her husband both know the truth. And still you see that she's not believed. In other words, Rav Hamnuna said that a woman's not believed to say, that a woman is believed to say, Gerashtani. Why? Because there's a svar of chazaka ain isha mi'izo paneh b'fnei ba'ilo. If that's the case, why in the Mishnah Reina, this is a little complicated, why in the Mishnah Reina is she not believed to say Hashemayim ben'ilu ve'necha? Why is that different? Why don't we say chazaka? He knows the truth. So if he knows the truth, say chazaka. Elamai, you see from the Mishnah Reina by Hashemayim ben'ilu ve'necha, you don't say the chazaka. So if you don't say the chazaka in the Mishnah Reina by Hashemayim ben'ilu ve'necha, why do you say the chazaka as it relates to Gerashtani? So the Gemara says, Kosov Rabbam Nur, Rabbam Knows, but he necessarily doesn't necessarily know because then he did be a yada. He knows if there was be a yerik echetz me yada. Lavdafki knows about yerik echetz mishmachim mishakra. Therefore, he would lie. What's the bottom line? The bottom line is that as it relates to a woman that says t'me'ani l'cha barishoyna, she was believed chazru loymar. She's not believed. What happened to shavya nafshe? The rishonim deal with that. As it relates to a woman that says gerashtani, that's already machloikis. That's machloikis between Rav Hamnuna and Rava. There's a svarah to say that gerashtani, even in the Mishnah rishoyna, would not be believed, and there's a svarah to say that gerashtani, even the Mishnah achroyna, would be believed. So we're now at the final, final stretch of. Mesechtis, Nedarim, and the Mesechtis is going to end not on the derech of the Mesechta, but really more as a segue from this previous Gemara, and that is dealing with women, married women that were Mezana. Snok the Gemara. He itza, there was a, a married woman. The Chol Yoyme, the Tashmish, Mikadma Mashiyodi Legavra. Every day, after Tashmish, she would go and she would wash her husband's hands. One day, she went to her husband with water and she wanted to wash her husband's hands. So the husband said, I don't know why you're bringing me water to wash my hands. There was no Tashmish Amita. Now she knew she had Tashmish Amita, so she realized it was a problem. So she told him, if that's the case, the Ran says, there were Nachrim that were selling Basamim. It must be that. I know there was some Nachrim there. And he answered, you're not the one that gave me the Tashmish. It must have been from one of them. And all of a sudden she claims she's an Eshesish that was Mazana, and she wanted out of her marriage. Um, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, I don't believe her. Yeah, she came with a good kunz. She washed his hand. She made it look as if she was completely innocent in this whole Geshaft. But this is no different than a woman that says, or any one of the Shalish Nashim that were mentioned in the Mishnah, and therefore she's not going to be believed. Another story. There was a woman who was walking around and she looked, she was very unhappy. He says, why do you look so, so sad? She said, so I'll tell you the truth that ordinarily the Tashmish Amita doesn't bother me, but this bothered me very much. It wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. She said, I know there were Nachrim that were selling naft, very similar to the ones on the top of the Amr that were selling oihel. But the bottom line is, if it wasn't you, it must have been one of them. And she was claiming that she had this nus with someone and there's a problem over there. Amr Rav Nachrim, Nachman again said, don't listen to what she's saying. She's just trying to get out of her marriage and she's not going to be believed. Again, like the Kusholish Nashim of the Mishnah, that whenever there's a little bit of a suspicion that maybe she's saying something to get out of her marriage, she has no nemanis. No chagimar. Who gabbard there was a man that was locked up in a house. Who the interse? Him and a woman, not his wife, but the balabusta, the 
woman, she was married, she was an Ashish, who lived in this house. In the meantime, as they're in the house, oh, the owner of the house, the Balabas, meaning this married woman's husband, showed up into the house. Now, this man hears that the husband's coming, so he started running. So, parte noyef luhutza v'arak. So, it seems there were like some bushes or some trees that were surrounding the house. He went through the trees and he ran away. Oh, my rava, rava said, it's a shariah. This woman is married. Why? Because im isa the avari Because had he done an iser irchusi havi mirches, he would have hid. Meaning, what happened was when he ran away, so obviously he made noise, and this guy hopped that something was going on. So if he was really guilty, he would have hid. Must be he's not guilty. He didn't have that much to hide. It was clearly inappropriate, but not on the level that there was actually a Mises Nus. And therefore, Rava said, He said, It's a Sharia in this case. Meaning, in the first two cases, she's coming with a Kaychataina. She comes with a Kaychataina. We're worried. Over here, there was no Kaychataina. There was a Mises Shaya, Based on the Mises Shaya, over here, Rava Paskin, that she's going to be Mutter. Another story. Who knows? There was a knife. The old Gabi that he was in a married woman's house, and as they're in the house, Ozagavra, the husband of the house, walked in. Solik Noyev. So the knife got scared because he didn't want to get caught. So it seems there was like an entranceway, and there was a curtain by the entranceway. So he's hiding behind the curtain. In the meantime, this man is in the house. Have a mechatin tafli tamon, and there was tafli a certain type of oichel, and he wanted to eat it. Now it happens to be that this oichel that he was going to eat betamino chavio. A snake had uh, taken a bite out of it, and it deposited a little bit of its venom inside. Now, the owner of the house wanted to eat from it. So this man who sees that the owner of the house is about to eat this poison, and he's about to die. So he's behind the curtain. So the Gemara says, Also, he hears this voice. says, don't eat the food. I'm telling you, a snake ate from this. So when Rav heard this story, he said, That's posh that this woman is, is, is free to, to stay together with her husband. Why? Because if this man had actually done an iser, then this man would have let him die. And he based it on a pasik, not just the svara, but he based it on a pasik. The pasik says, that people that are noyaf in the dambiyadeim, the chashen and shvichas damim also. Because they know it's like a baba machteris. He might get caught. And if he gets caught, what's he going to have to do? He's going to have to fight to, to save his life. So the point is that he's like a baba machteris. And therefore he told him, it's for that reason that. He said that the woman is going to be Mutter. So the Gemara pshita. It's so obvious. Lachayra. So the Gemara says, No, Mal the Tema. I could have thought he sura, but maybe really he did the iser. The Haida Amale, and maybe the reason he said this was the Nichale the Leilemos Ba. Maybe this man wants to do the Avera, and he wants the husband to be alive. Why? The Tahavi Intase Ilave Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku Velechem Sasarim Yino. You would have thought that he Davka wants her to be an Eishesish because it's going to be Moisef Geshmak in the. Avera that he's doing, and on this note, Mesechtis Nadar remains, Kamash Malan, that we don't say that, and Itaka was a Chiddush, what Rabbi was saying when he said, Intesesharye. So it's amazing. The Mesechta began, Kol Kinuya Nadarim Kinadarim. We had Kemat 90 blot of Nadarim, and then the end of the Mesechta is all about Ksubis, and then it ends with all these mices with the Noyafim and the Noyafos, Shtikol Tzarechim. But before we utter the magic words, just to end, with one final hergish. So the truth is, yesterday's raid bite was really sort of what tonight was supposed to be about. But just a machshava as it relates to Nidorim Bechlal. And one of the Gemaras that we spoke a lot about, the Frat, and that is the Gemara and Pei Aleph, Amen Aleph, one of the classic, one of the most famous defining Gemaras on the Sechtis Nidorim. And that is the Gemara. That says, Alma of the Haaretz, abbreviating the Gemara, that the reason the Aretz was lost, Pasha, the reason the Beis Amikdash was destroyed, was and when we went through this Gemara twice, we mentioned then the Rishonim and in the Mefarshim, the Achroinim and the Balamachshava, there's many different Pshatim. Pasha Pshat, to explain what the Gemara means, just to, to Chazar a little bit. The Shagasariye in Simichav Dalet, Understood the Gemara Kapshutai. The Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. Shloi Baruch Hu Batayrat Chila. You didn't learn Torah. 
But they didn't make Birchas HaTayra. In fact, the Shagasari brings a riot from here to the Shitas HaRamban, who holds that Birchas HaTayra is a Deiraisa. Because the Shagasari says that if Birchas HaTayra is a Deirabonon, how is it possible that Fenapi Mekayim, a mitzvah Deirabonon, the base Tamikdash, would have been destroyed? And he asks it as a Kash on the Rambam, who left out Birchas HaTayra in his Minyan mitzvahs, which would seem to imply that he holds Birchas HaTayra is not a Deiraisa. How could he hold it's not a Deiraisa? Since the Mephurish Gemara that the base Tamikdash was destroyed, Shloy Baruch HaTayra Tchila. The Ran on this Gemara brings from Rabbeinu Yoy who says a pshat that the Ran says Veruyin Advarim Lamisha Amram? Who said that Avada the Yidin made Berchas Atayra? But what's the Indian of Berchas Atayra? It's a chshivus. It's an appreciation. You make a bracha on something that you machshiv. The Yidin made Berchas Atayra, but they didn't dehair the Berchas Atayra. They didn't really live and embody what. Berchas HaTayra represents. They didn't feel Ashabach Rabbanu. They didn't feel the Vahar of Nod. It's for that reason there was a taina on them, and it was for that that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. The Rambam in a tshuva, in Shail's tshuva's Peir Adar said, Adrush, Shaloi Kedarkai. What does it mean, Shaloi Baruch Batayra Tchilo? The Mishnah says in the end of Masech Tzhoirius that Talmud Chacham Mamzer has Kedima for an Aliyah, for example, before a Koyin Gadol HaMa'aretz. The Yidim will loy baruchu batayrat chilo. When it came to give brachas, when it came to call up someone for an aliyah, they didn't opt Torah first, but they opted with yichus first. And by doing that, they were over on the shaloy baruchu batayrat chilo. We mentioned that the Beis Shmuel Achrayin, Sefsoyus of Doivos Bekever, brings a beautiful pshat from the Eilus Ephraim. That Eilus Ephraim said that what does it mean shaloy baruchu batayrat chilo? It means that a father, a mother, when they bench their children, so every parent wants their children to have kol tov. They should have kol mili demetav. Beruchnius ubegashmius. But how do you know what a parent really wants? How do you know what's the most chashev? It's based on what the first thing he says when he gives a bracha. So he says, the Yidin and that dar, they used to give brachas to their children. You should have alamailas. The first thing that they said when they gave the bracha wasn't Torah. And that showed a lack of Shivas HaTorah. And it's for that that it was of the Aritz. That's what the Eilas Ephraim says. So I just want to stop and pause and elaborate on this pshat for just literally one moment. And that is, the Beish Shmulachrin himself, Rabbi Shmuel Falkenfeld, who said that it would be a gewaldig aschus if you say over Torah in his name. So this is in Parshish Nosai. I found this in the Mafteach, who says that he asks the Gavaldi Gekasha. He brings the oil of Ephraim again. So you see, he had a chavivas for this pshat. And he asks from Birchas Kayanim. In Birchas Kayanim, the Kayanim say, Yevarechacha Hashem v'yishmerecha, Yor Hashem ponavei lecha v'chuneka, Yisa Hashem ponavei lecha v'yosim l'cha sholem. If you look at Rashi and Chumash, Yivarechacha Hashem Yishmerecha, Yivarechacha B'mamoy. Yor Hashem Panavei Lecha B'chuneko. If you look in the Targum Yonasin and in all the Midrashim, it's all Torah. It's the Yor, it's V'hoyre Neinu B'sayra Secha. V'chuneko is referring to Tairas Asoid. It's Tairas Aniglo, Tairas Anister. The Kohanim, when they give their bracha, first they give a bracha on Inyari Gashmiyim, Yivarecha Hashem B'mamin, and only afterwards, it's Yor Hashem Panavei Lecha V'chuneka, it's Inyari Ruchniyim. So he asked on the Eilus Ephraim, that how could the Eilus Ephraim say, Shloi Baruch HaBat you have to give the bracha first on Torah, and there was a Tainama of the Oretz, Birchaz Kehanim Toichiach, this is the bracha in the Torah, and the bracha of the Torah, it's Bidyok HaHefach, the Signun is Mamash Fakir, and he says a Pshat, it's a bomb kasha. But just one ha'ara, and that is that there's a minig that a lot of parents, Friday night, they give a bracha to their children, and the bracha is, Birchas Kayanim, Yivarecha Hashem V'yishmerecha. But on that, it's not shver. The Beishmul Achrin's kasha is nishkan kasha. Why? Because what do we say? We say, Yisimcha Elikim Ke'efrayim V'chemenasha. And then afterwards, we say, Birchas Kayanim. So we know that, Kamekomasim Nishtabru, why is it that when we give a bracha to our children, we say, Yisimcha Lekim Kefrayim Chemenasha. Yaakov Vinu said, B'chay Yivarech Yisrael, Yisimcha Lekim Kefrayim Chemenasha. But the question is, why Ephraim Chemenasha? The Chesam Soifer, in Teres Moshe, in Parashat Vayichi, says, that Yesh Loimah, the Oymik of the bracha is, he says, Ephraim used to learn Torah by Yaakov Avinu. Ephraim was the Ben Zekunim that Yosef was, and he was the, the Hemshuch, Menashe, it's Mavur and Chazal in many different places. He was 
Yosef HaTzadik's Gabba. He was his right-hand man, so to speak, in the Malchus. And he was someone that was fearing all the Gesheften for Yosef HaTzadik. So the Chassam Soifer said that the reason we say Yisimcha Lekim Kefrayim Chim because the bracha that we're giving our children is they should be Zoycha to Toira V'Gedula V'Makam Echad. Yisimcha Lekim Kefrayim was Toira. V'Yisimcha Lekim Kemenasha was Gedula. And it's the bracha of Toira V'Gedula V'Makam Echad. who do we say first? First it's Ephraim and then Menashe. So Friday night when you give the bracha, the kasha is not a kasha. Because it's Yisimcha Likim Ke'ephraim. The first bracha you say Friday night is not Yivarecha Hashem Yishmerecha. The first thing you're saying is Yisimcha Likim Ke'ephraim. And that's the bracha on Ruchnius. And then afterwards it's Menashe. That's not, and then you say Yivarecha Hashem Yishmerecha. But I'll call upon him on Birchus Kainam. It's a bomb kasha. This is the grace of Tzarechim from the Beish Mulachran. But as it relates to Friday night, it's not a kasha. Because the emphasis, the first bracha that we say Friday night is Yisimcha Likim Ke'ephraim. And that's not a bracha on Torah. Only after it's Kumanasha, that's already a bracha as it relates to all in Yonigashvim. That's the first star. The second R is that as it relates to the Gemara, Shloy Baruch Hu just one hergish. I think it's Pashit, but it's Divrei Siyum and it's a hergish to the Shteltzu. And that is the Noi Debi Yehuda in his Tzlach, the very, very end of Mesechtis Brachis, on the last Amid of Mesechtis Brachis. So he quotes the Toysvis Yontif's Psicha to his Pirish Toysvis Yontif Amishnayis, who said a Dovernest plot. Listen to the Shoyne Yazov of the Toysvis Yontif. Omar Yontif, Yontif said, Roi Roisi Shteri Yos. I saw two Maris. So it's Yontif talking. This is the opening line to Taisus Yontif. Roi Roisni Shtei Marim. Sounds like Yecheskel Anovi. Achas la Goyim Bal Halachas Gedoilus. The first Mara, the first Ria that I saw was from the Bahag. Shebetchilas Hilchosov, when he started writing his Halachos, Hischel Vikosav Birchas Atoira Mila Bemila. He started off by writing Birchas Atoira word for word. That's how he started his Pirish. So the Bahag wrote his epic Pirish. And when he started his Pirish, the Hakdom, if you open up the Bahag and you start from Umfang, so what you would see is Birchus Atari. So why did he do that? The Ainzekim, Klapi Mash Amru Chazal, the Perik Felunadare, Maiki Al Ela of the Haaretz, Shloy Borcho Batari Tril, Al Kain, says the Toysus Yontif, Kimazir, Ukimazkir Ksovam Beroishri Buroi. He wanted to remind everybody, Shnekalapoiseach, Lesifroi, Yovin Lashturai, Shivarach Batari Tril, that a that before he learns Torah, he has to make Perchsa Torah. So the first thing you would see when you open up the Bahag is That was the first Re'iyah Taisyantav said he saw. The second Re'iyah, That he would enter the base Medrash, he would start off with a Tefillah Kitzara. He said the Bahag was the first Re'iyah, Rabbi Yudha Nasi in the Mishnah, that was the second Re'iyah. This Indian of Shloy Barchabat Torah Tchili is not with Brichsat Torah, and then there's an Indian with a Tfila. So he says the Bahag started his Seifu with Brichsat Torah, and everyone already knows the Nusach of Brichsat Torah. So that's not something that I have to chazer over. However, the Tfila of the Chunyim and Akana, not everybody knows. So he says, I'm going to write the Tfila, and this is the way I want to start my Sefer. And he literally starts the Sefer like this. He writes in Milfanecho, Hashem Alekai, Shiloyered Var Takol Al Yodi. And then he brings the tefillah that you say when you finish learning. And then he starts. And then he starts his peers. But what's the oimek? The oimek is that the Bahag started his peers with Birch Satoira, and the Taisantiv started his peers with the Tfilah from the Chunyim and Akana. What's, what's the oimek? I think the oimek is, the oimek is Pasha. I think the oimek is Tzodua, the Machloikis, Tzavishin, the Goetze Bali Machshava, Rabchaim Velojana. And Be'ikr, the Balatanya, others say it's not really the Balatanya, above my pay grade. In terms of what the definition of Torah Lishma is. So you know, we know there's a Mail and there's a Madrego to learn Torah Lishma. And the Shechayim in Shad Dalit Perik Beis brings that there's people that are Toyim and they think that Torah Lishma means that when a Yid learns Torah, the Tachlis of his Limanat Torah is Lishem Dveikos Bashem. Meaning Torah is an Emtsoi. 
to become Dovik by Kaddish Baruch What's the tachlis of learning Torah? When I learn Torah, I somehow become close to Hashem. But a person, when he learns, can't forget the tachlis. The tachlis is not the learning, it's the dveikus Hashem that you're going to achieve through learning Torah. And Reb Chaim says these people are making mistakes, and there's so many people that are saying this, and I feel I have to write. And he wrote Shar Dalit and Chaim, one of the most famous essays ever written, and it's all to explain why this is a Torah, and what the real Torah of Torah Lishma is. It says, Nefeshachayim, if this is not Torah Lishma, what is Torah Lishma? So, Rebchayim says, Torah Lishma means Torah Lishem Torah. A Yid is supposed to learn Torah because he's supposed to appreciate what Torah is, and he's supposed to want to understand the Torah, and he's learning the Torah, Lishem, understanding the Torah. So, a person can get a lot of benefits from learning Torah, but that's not Torah Lishma. It's Torah. It's Torah is with the whole Tayeles, the whole Tachlis. A person's learning the Dharm, there's no other reason than because he wants to understand the Dharm. He wants to understand it better and better and better. And that's the reason he's learning it. And Nocha Kasha, and Nocha Knech, and Nocha Noimik, and Nocha Tifkai. But Lishma is not Lishem Makadosh Baruch Hu. Lishma is Lishem Torah. Now, the Emma says this Rabchaim Velazhin has a lot to do with Masachtis and the Dharm. Because Rabchaim Velazhin bite his whole sheet on a Lush and a Rush and a Dharm Daf Samach Beis, which we reference briefly when we learn the Dharm Daf Samach Beis. We said we'd get back to it. We're sort of getting back to it now. Not really, but we'll get back to it another day more appropriately. But the bottom line is, this is Reb Chaim Velashen. But I'll tell you something I heard once from the Roshiva Rabbi Yeruchim. He said that even though Reb Chaim Velashen said that Torah Lishma means, not Torah Lishem Dveikos, V'chule V'chule. But he said if you go through Shar Dalid and you make it to Perik Vav and Perik Zion, you see Reb Chaim Velashen saying things that really if you closed your eyes, this I'm saying, you would have thought about what Tanya said. So listen to just some of the Lashonis. This is the derech amiti, how a person is supposed to go through the Torah. When a person prepares himself to learn Torah, the first thing he needs to do is he has to sit down before he starts learning. I'll kopon him a little bit of time. He should have Yiris Hashem Tahira. He should say Vidoy. He should tracht Vidoy on his Chatom. So the Torah that he's about to learn is going to be Kedosh Vitahira. And he should have in mind that when he learns Torah, is going to be Dovik in the Torah, which is. Skipping to Perik Zion. says before a person learns Torah, sit down to do the daf, he should do tshuva first. That's what he says. A person should a Kabbalah that he's going to do all the mitzvahs before he starts to learn Torah. This is Reb Chaim Veloshin. It's not the Balatanya. This is Reb Chaim Veloshin. The Shiva was saying that even though Reb Chaim Veloshin's taich in Torah Lashma is different than the Balatanya's taich in Torah Lashma, but they're not mechulik in bechol ha'inyan. Obviously, there's a lot of mechulikas here. But at the same time, there is a tzad ha'shava. And avada, even though the tachlis of learning is to understand it and have a geshmak in it, like Dagli Tal said in the Zakdama. But at the same time, it has to happen be'ema, be'yira, be'reses, u'bezeya. And there's a certain sugang, there's a certain way that a person is supposed to learn Torah. And it's like Reb Chaim Velashen is Lashen, that when a person goes to, to learning, thinking a little bit about Hashem, thinking about the fact that through his learning he's going to be dovik, b'teirasli, dovik b'kadosh baruch thinking about what he'll get is he'll be through that his Torah is going to be Kaddish and it's going to be Tahar for a person's Torah to be properly Kaddish for that and the Hachana is like Reb Chaim Velazhin spells out mamish clearly and it's a Tanai Kofel he says it's in Tzvetim almost word for word again in Perik Zion but the point is is that a yid is not just supposed to go learn, because by just going to learn, a person can sometimes miss out on the Kedoshev at the Hira part, and he can overlook that, and it could be a shtickle chaser from 
the, the, the godless and the Ganskite of what Torah is really supposed to be. I don't know, but maybe, 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 maybe there's a, a bechina of Shmuel Baruch Hu Torah Tchila that the Yidim were learning Torah. Oh, but what was the Tchila? What was the Hachana? What was Fardalim in Torah? They didn't say Berch Torah. Like the Bahag wrote his Berch because he couldn't write his Pirish. He couldn't write his Bahag without first expressing Berch Satayra. They didn't say the Tefillah of Nechunim and Akana. Like the Taisus Yontif writes in his Akdama, he says, this is the way I'm starting. Shtei I saw. And I'm starting with this. Maybe they weren't Mishashiv 100%, like Reb Chaim Velochana writes here in Perik Vav and Perik Zayin and Shar Dalet. And it's, there was no Chsorin in the Torah per se, but there was a Chsorin a little bit in the Ketosh of the Torah. Again, I would never say this by myself, but this is sort of what emerges if you go through all the different Mahalchim. And I think it's Mamish Alderech Ayoisa Pashot that there was a chsar a little bit in the Shloy Baruch Abatayrat Chiloknik. In that Nakud, in that element, it was over there. It was over there that it was, it was missing a little bit. You know, when we started Mesachtas Nadarim, so we said over the Hakdama, the Rabban Kotler, Shiva of Lakewood, wrote in his Psicha to Mesachtas Nadarim. And it's titled, it's one page, it's called Kedushas Hadibur. That's what it's about. He talks all about Kedushas Hadibur. That the Kayich Hadibur is an Eva Ruchni, it's a Chelech Elikami Mal, it's the Ruch Memalala, Manda Nafach, Medilei Nafach, and that's this Indian of the Kayich Hadibur. And, and he spoke about Kedushas Hadibur. You see that a person with his mouth, he can make Nadarim, he can make Shvuas, he can make Naziris. It just shows the Kayich of a person's Dibur. A person with his mouth can make something usher to the level that if someone eats from it, he gets Malkus. It's an unbelievable kayak that a person has. Malkus is not like an arbitrary thing. It means that there was something happened in the Ilomis. And a person with his Dibur has the ability to do that. And the Rabbi Aaron, went from Kedushas like Dibur to Kedushas HaTayra. He said, because he, he, a person learns Taira with his Dibur. And he says, that's why you find the Iker Limit HaTayra with Dibur or with Shmiya. Shemei HaKain Rabbi writes in that shtickle. He says, the Mahar B'Divay Taira Zayn Tzarek Levarech. Fa'asnefelt of That's this Indian over here. That there's a Kedushas Adibur that really Torah represents. And when a person that hears the Kedushas Adibur, so it's his Tsugang, and the way he approaches the learning is going to be a little bit different. And that's this Indian. That's a little bit of a Knech. It's Shloy Baruch Abba Why does the Slach, why is the Nehid Yehuda bring this over here in the end of Masechtas Brachas? Because the Nehid Yehuda, I don't want to give it away, but the Nehid Yehuda starts with a Kasha. He said that why is the first Masechta in Shaz called Masechtas Brachas? Why is that the way the Masechta begins? The should have been called Masechta's Kriyashma. It should have been called Masechta's Tefillah. Why would the Masechta begin Masechta's Brachas? It says, V'yesh loy ma'chus v'yudah nasi was showing us this Indian, that before a person learns Torah, and that's where Rabbi Yudah Nasi began the Sechtas Brachas. That's why he began the Sechtas Brachas by calling him the Sechtas Brachas to bring out this Indian. Just to end with one final Chsam Soifer, and that is that the Chsam Soifer, in one of his drushes, it's a Shoivivim drasha, and it's Drush Hey. The Postic says, Vitsehi Lochim Ba Molek. So the Mesoira on the words, Vitsehi Lochim Ba Molek says that there's two places in the Torah where it says the word Vitzay, right? Messiah is where you have all the different places where you have this word. So the, the word Vitzay is mentioned twice in, in the Torah. Vitzay Yilochim Ba'amolek. And then it says it again, Vitzay Hasada by Esau. Yitzchak tells Esau, Vitzay Hasada, go catch me, uh, go find something for me. And that's the second time that you find the word Vitzay. So what's the Oymek? Two places where you have the word Vitzay. Vitzay Hilochim Ba'amolek. And then you have it again, Vitzay Hasada. So he says that say is Misper Tzadik Aleph, 91. He says, we know Misper Tzadik Aleph, 91, is a Misper of Ketusha. It's the Gematria of Ameh, but even more, it's the Gematria of the Tziruf, of the Shem Avaya, and the Shem Aleph Tal Nun Yud. So the Shem Avaya is the Gematria 26, the Shem Adnus is the Gematria 65, and the Shem of the Tziruf between Avaya and Adnus Kiyadua is the Misper Tzadik Aleph. That means Misper Tzadik Aleph is a Misper of Ketusha. For whatever you have you have a which means that if there's tzadik aleph in kedusha, there has to be tzadik aleph in tumah as well. And he says the emphasis you find by the elohim acherim, 
When it comes to Avodah Sari, you find the Mishpat Tzadik Aleph. It's a Pasuk in Yeshaya, Periklam, and Pasuk Chavbez. It says, and it's referring to, to Avodah Zar. So it says the Chasam Soifer, that's the Oymik. The Oymik is there's two places where you find Tzay. Vitzay, he lochim ba Mali. Klai Yisrael is going to go out. We're going to be Vitzay. That's the Tzay of the Tziruf of Avaya and Adnos. That's the Tzadik Aleph 91 of Kedusha. But there's also Vitzay Hasada that you find by Esau. That's the Tzay of the Elihim Acherim. That's the Tzay that's the tzei of the koyachatuma, and it's the zel umazeh, and that's why you have the double mention of the tzeis. I was like to San Soifer that Gemara says in Megillah that vava meralev that laosid lavoi, all the bate avoy the zara are going to be nepach. They're going to all be nepach into bate knesios u bate medrashos, which means that all the avoy the zara and the tzei, the tzalik, the tzadik aleph of avoy the zara is going to be nepach. And it's going to become Kaddish. So it's not just going to be 91 of Kedusha, but it's going to be 91 times 2 of Kedusha, which is 182. Which the Chassam Soifer says is the gematria of Yaakov. He says Yaakov is gematria 182. And Yaakov, in Soydah Satayra, represents this matziv of La'asad Lavoi, where it's going to be Ubila HaMavis Lanetzach, and you're not going to have too many more in the world. And it's going to be 91 plus 91 of Kedusha, and all the koiches, all 182 are going to be on the Tzadak Tusha, and that's all Merumas and Yaakov. We know Sarish al fought against Yaakov. And the Pasuk says that he tried defeating him, he couldn't defeat him. He was able to hit him in the thigh. Because I'll say, what does it mean? What it means is that he chapits with the with the doyrus of Klai Yisrael. All the shmad and all the cheperai that we've had throughout the doyrus, it was all a result of the vayiga bekafyerechoi. That was a microcosm of all the tzaras that Yidden were going to have to suffer. Where is that Merum is in the Yigab Kaf Yerech Yaakov? The Yotzei Yerech, all the children of Yaakov. So he couldn't defeat Yaakov. Oh, but at the same time, the Yigab Kaf Yerech, that was something that he was able to do. But the Chassam Soifer says, that's the Pshat. Above my pay grade. But he says, that what does it mean that he was chapping with the Zaroi Shel Yaakov? He was chapping with the Tzadik Aleph, Tzadik Aleph. Because he understood that loss of love, it's going to be 182. And when that's going to be in the world, he's done. There's no more Sarah Shalesov. So this is something that he's trying to defeat. So he's going after the Yoytze Yerecha. What does the Yoytze Yerecha have to do with Tzadik Aleph, Tzadik Aleph? V'niya anachnu v'tzetzoeinu. So v'tzetzoeinu says the Chassam Tzoyf, v'tzetzoe is Tzadik Aleph, Tzadik Aleph. And he says that this Indian, this is Mamish Merumis, this Indian right here. So the Chassam Tzoyf says that when you say Berch Satayr, again, it's above our pay grade. But Matt, you want to know the Kavonis the Chassam Tzoyf had when he davened? He said, Mishum Hochi, Anu Mispalim Berch Satayr. He says, when we say Berch Satayr, we say v'niya anachnu v'tzetzoeinu. Yeah, it's a tefillah of the kinder for sure. That's for sure what we're davening for. But he said we're well, also davening v'niya anachnu v'tzetzoeinu. That one day we know it's going to be upila mavis lanetzach, and all the tuma is going to be nepach lektusha, and we're davening for the time where it's going to be tzadik aleph, tzadik aleph, where it's going to be b'madregas yakov 182, where it's going to be a hundred, a hundred percent kedusha. So my final hergish is, and we'll really end with this: that mesachtes nedarim is how many daven? It's tav tzadik aleph. The schos of the daf tzadik aleph. We should be zoicha to v'niya nachnu v'tzetzo enu tzadik aleph. Yanki told me if you chazer, it's tzadik aleph, tzadik aleph. But I'll leave that for you. V'niya nachnu v'tzetzo enu v'tzetzo v'tzetzo enu. We should be zoicha to taka be margish dashabach rabbanu mikol amen. We should be zoicha to be margish the vaharevna. And on that note, hadrin aloch ve'elu nedarin u'slikolam mesachdes nedarim.